Bill Underly is hosting a meet and greet with supporters, and I thought we could get a, a sneak preview of just that because really with all that's going on in the world uh, in America, let's just keep it in America, with uh, teachers and schools and kids and Zooming and COVID and so forth, you want to undertake all of that? Jill Underly. Good morning, and thanks very much for talking with us. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be in lacrosse today. Well, and I, I'm, I'm, why are you so excited to be the state school superintendent? I know, it's, uh, you know, I get that question a lot. And to be yeah. honest, it's it's really the best job. You know, being a school superintendent, honestly, is the best job. I, You know, it's different from teaching, and it's different from being a principal. I mean, you really get to impact change um, for all kids, and that is very rewarding. And I love kids, and I love Wisconsin, and I'm just really looking forward to doing good things. As a state school superintendent, I know you will understand that one size does not fit all. How do you how do you go about uh, overseeing school in an entire state, knowing that what works in Madison may not work at all in in Stoddard? Right, and you know I noticed that right now as a superintendent, I'm a rural school superintendent. I cover four counties. I've got you know lots of different people that I oversee, and and I also have two kids of my own, and I know education doesn't fit one size fits all for either of them. I have one kid who's currently in person schooling. I have another one who's virtual schooling. But you know I've been a leader in the state. I'm very innovative. Um, you know I some of the programs I want to bring though are things that will impact all kids. It may be differently, but it's all positively. So you know for example high quality preschool and childcare, bringing that to all families because we know that there are certain things that help kids perform better in school. I'm I'm interested in the dynamic uh, between your you have two children, <laughs> one in school and one at the kitchen table. How do they yeah. how do they get along? Uh, with regard to learning and, well, see you later, bro. Yeah, I hate you, <laughs> sis. You stay home. I got to go to school. You know, how how do they get along with that kind of uh, completely opposite dy- school dynamic? Yeah, and that's I guess that's how we brought them up is that, you know, everybody's a little bit different, you know. And, and in our case, um, my daughter needs to be in school. She learns better in person, and she she acknowledges that. Um, whereas my, my son, he does not appreciate all the drama and all the, you know, the, I don't know what to, to describe it, the rigmarole, I suppose, sure, or sure. School, the structure, I suppose, and he does better virtually. And and we've, we're finding that with kids as we come through this pandemic, that there are certain kids who maybe did not thrive in person schooling who are doing extremely well virtual. And so how, how do we make that happen going forward so all kids' needs are met? I hate to put kids and pets in the same category, but uh, we all know that kids and pets do better with socialization. Kids, mm-hmm. regardless of how much they love learning at the kitchen table all by themselves, nobody else around to bug them, uh, will mm-hmm. do better if they get to spend some time with their friends uh, talking mm-hmm. and arguing and learning about life. Uh, there is no life at the kitchen table. It's only out there with other people. How do you, mm-hmm. you know, you got to push those school districts that are still mostly uh, a virtual to get back in the classroom. What's the, yeah. uh, what's the holdup? Yeah, and, you know, and I'll just, you know, just go on the record. My school has been open, you know, since the beginning of the school year. We gave parents that choice. 
But we were able to do it in my school because we're smaller. Um, you know, we don't have classrooms at capacity that a lot of larger school districts may have. We have um, more current or contemporary HVAC systems. We have the resources, um, even though we are, you know, semi-poverty, high poverty, we do have the resources to put more people in the classrooms to lower class sizes or, you know, space our kids out or hire more custodians. And we just have to acknowledge that across the state of Wisconsin, that's really uneven, and it comes down to our funding formula. We have a lot of schools that do so much with so much less, excuse me, and we need to make sure that they have the resources that they need and the support that they need so that they could reopen their buildings. So the school funding formula uh, pre-COVID uh, will look uh, is considerably different than that funding formula post-COVID. Well, you know, I think it's the, it's the same funding formula at the end of the day, but for our school districts, it's in how they use the resources. And and unfortunately, um, our public schools have been starved the past, you know, 10 years. And when you look at the number of referendums that are on the ballot every election, I mean, that should be, a, that should be an alarm bell right there, that those numbers keep going up and the cost of these referendums keep going up. And when it's an operational referendum, it means that they need that just to keep the lights on and pay their staff. Um, we're not building, you know, buildings and gyms and things like that. Um, majority of schools aren't anyway. And, I mean, we have to make that decision. Are we going to continue down this path of, you know, continuous referendum? Or are we going to put some pressure on our state legislature to finally say, look, look, we need to fix this. This is not... You know, clearly the state of Wisconsin is not giving our public schools what they need. Well, and the, the, uh, some would say that the legislature isn't giving anybody in the state of Wisconsin what they need since they don't even meet. So, yeah. you know, when, 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 you, when you have to fall back on we need more support from the state, I understand that. I don't disagree with that. But holding your breath until the legislators decide to actually go to Madison and talk about some okay. substantive uh, funding issues that might relate to school. Uh, in the meantime, you've got school districts that need some financial attention right now. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Yes. yes, absolutely. And that's just where I think, you know, as citizens of Wisconsin, we need to just start, you know, raising some heck here, like asking them, where's this money going? You know, if you're not meeting, I mean, are you still collecting salaries? What's going on? Like, it's not right that they're sitting on their hands and not helping lead through the stomach and and really the responsibility has fallen on our local leaders which deserve all the kudos you know for navigating this making sure that we all have people and county in our areas that know in western wisconsin has been amazing just ensuring our school districts have need so they be open um, but we need things like rural broadband we need high internet expansion i mean they're getting a lot of funding um you know from the, the Recovery Act. We look at how they can, or you know, how they can use that to help us this pandemic. Jill Underly, every child, every day, she is a state school superintendent a candidate. She is currently the superintendent in Pecatonica. I appreciate uh, you, uh, Doctor. Thank you very much for talking with us this morning. Uh, time is short, and the signal is just getting kind of fuzzy. So uh, I appreciate you spending time with us. I didn't get a chance to tell you when we were off the air that at the end of our time, I'll be as polite as I can when I hang up on you because <clears throat> I've got more stuff to do. Just no, not with I you. appreciate the time.
thank you so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. Dr. Underly will be in lacrosse with uh, Troy Gunderson and other supporters today, 1030 at uh, 2020 Caroline Street. What's at Caroline Street? What's there? I mean, she's not going to be standing in front of somebody's house, is she? 2020 Caroline Street. Dr. Underly. Safely meeting with supporters outdoors, talking about her campaign, the passing yard signs, and answering any questions from you.